Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Chronicles of Nannia, a nanny resource podcast made for nannies by me, a nanny. I am your host, Martha Reddick, and this week we are going to be talking about moving with or for a nanny family. And to do that, I've brought on a wonderful guest who I connected with on Facebook and some of the nanny groups first, and we got to chatting, and then she was in Chicago, and so she came on to talk about this. Hi, Andrea. Hi, thanks for having me back. You're welcome. So Andrea also did our discipline episode. Andrea Murphy. I didn't say your full name. You didn't, but that's okay. That's Well, I want everyone to know. Andrea Murphy I'm is Andrea my Andrea Murphy. <laughs> um, and uh, Andrea was also on our discipline episode a few weeks ago and now is back to talk about moving with or for a nanny family. So before we get started, I would love to hear a little bit about your background, especially when it comes to moving because I believe you've done it quite a bit. I have moved quite a bit um, since I, I got out of the army in 2008 and I've moved, this will be my ninth move. Oh, wow. Since then. So, yeah. A bit of a gypsy spirit, I guess. Yeah. How many different cities? Um, let's see. I moved Kansas to Wyoming, Wyoming to South Carolina, South Carolina to Chicago, Chicago to Wyoming, Wyoming to Michigan, Michigan to Oregon, Oregon to Southern California, Southern California to Northern California. And now Northern California to Florida. Wow. So not even just like, I'm moving to a different neighborhood. Those are cross-continental moves. Pretty decent moves, yeah. Yeah, impressive. So, (laughs) um, and uh, a little bit of background about your current move that you're doing right now. I am moving for actually my very first nanny family. Um, I left them because they were moving to Florida Mm -hmm. and I moved up to the San Francisco area. And um, with my nanny family that I just left, it just was kind of time to move on. And it worked out timing wise that this family was looking for a nanny. So 
they asked me to come and nanny for them again. And the timing just kind of worked out. And I thought, I guess I'm moving to Florida. <laughs> and there we go. Yep. And then you stopped in Chicago stopped to, in Chicago to just do a do podcast. podcast. <laughs> and then you're on your way to bright, sunny Florida. Yes. Um, quite a different vibe there. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. But uh, very exciting. Very exciting. So as you set up that that move and talked to the family, um, did you all create a contract of any kind for that move? We Right now we have a verbal contract and we'll mm-hmm. do since I, um, you know, across, across the country, we'll sit down and... Uh, basically put that in writing and make sure we're all on the same page. Um, One thing that is so important in any family, but especially if you're moving, is to put in a trial period clause that says in three months or six months or however long you think you need to adjust if you are miserable that you can get out of it. Yes. Just because you move, even if you move across the country... Even if you move across the country to be a live-in nanny, you can still get out of it. If you're miserable, then you need to move on. Nobody needs a miserable nanny. Right. That's not a service to yourself, and it's not a service to your nanny kids or your nanny family. Absolutely. If you are unhappy, um, and that's something that, because I posted on some of the nanny groups on Facebook just to get a wider range of opinions, because it's not something that I've ever done. I've never moved with or for a nanny family, but um, something that I kind of heard time and time again was that... uh, if you are miserable, it's okay to yes. to get out of it because, like we just said, it's it's not a service to you or the nanny family to stick around and something and and it cannot it can have nothing to do with your nanny family even if it's right. a really really great family but you just don't fit in that area very well. Right, if you don't adjust well or. Whatever the case is, or maybe it is your nanny family. Yeah. For what, whatever reason. And the, it's so important to put that clause in there, not only for you, but also for them. So they know it's a possibility in six months that we may lose our nanny. So you're not blindsiding them. Even right. if everything seems wonderful and you just know without a doubt, no, I'm never going to leave. I'm going to mm-hmm. love it. Just put it in there anyway. That, you know, when, when we start a new family we always have a trial period and usually it's a month or two months or whatever it is but of course if you're moving long distance you're gonna need a little longer trial period but it's not permanent it doesn't it doesn't have to be permanent right you're not locked into this situation just because you moved for it Yes. And I think having that end date, at least for me personally, would help give me peace of mind. But it also makes sure that you have that talk again so that it doesn't just go on and on and on. Because I know sometimes um, when you're nannying, given if you're a live-in nanny, it might be slightly different. But sometimes that 15-minute crossover is not long enough to have a deep discussion about anything and so you've got to schedule time where the kids aren't trying to tell their parents about their day and things like that you've got to schedule a time that you can sit down with the parents and really have a heart-to-heart chat 
Um, and I think having it in that contract of like in six months or you know right that's a months. really good point to get it on get it on the calendar physically a day put yeah. it on the calendar that at 12 o'clock we are all going to sit down and talk about this so then you don't even have to worry about bringing it up oh right. did they remember how how do I approach this it's already there and hopefully best case scenario you'll sit down and say yeah everything's great I love it okay yeah meeting over but if you have that built in it's just going to be easier if that situation arises which yes. it, it can you don't you you just don't know and even if it's um i i want to stay and i want to continue to be your nanny but here are some things in the first 6 months that didn't work for me some smaller right. things i think that that can be really helpful and and important and is naturally built into that conversation. Right. I think that's a good point. A good idea for anybody to do mm-hmm. is to just build in those little, you know, like quarterly. <laughs> Can we sit down and talk regardless of if there's an issue or not? Let's just make sure we're on the same page and regroup because it's hard to bring up. Hey, can we sit down and talk that's hard and that's uncomfortable so just build it in there yes I completely agree um so you've already worked with this family so that is probably comforting to you um but what were some things that you thought about or considered before you said yes to moving across the country well first I considered Florida uh-huh. and I hear it's pretty humid there yeah um Andrea and I both have curly hair so it's even a bigger look issue out. it's gonna be great um I have only been there once and so that's hard too when you're moving to a new area completely because you there's there's no way to know if you're going to get adjusted until right. you're there. So right. a, a big, big part of this is just taking a blind leap. And um, I love this family. I'm comfortable with this family. And I would not move across the country for any other family, probably. I right. think um, regardless of how the city may be or how the situation will be. I know that I love doing life with them. And one of the biggest considerations was my new um, mom boss. Mm -hmm. She brings me up to a parent level. Right. Which is the nanny dream. Yes. A lot of us know that we we fight that battle of I'm not trying to replace you. I'm not trying to replace you. I'm <laughs> not trying to replace you. And end up getting, you know, there's that friction. And, and you end up getting pushed down further instead of brought up to, hey, now you have another parent on the parenting staff. Right. Instead of, well, there's that lady over there who kind of is in charge sometimes. Yeah. So that's huge. And that is, like I said, that's the nanny dream to yeah. be up on that level where, you know, your background and your experience is appreciated and Mm -hmm. is um, welcomed. It just is a game changer. Yes. Yeah. Being part of the village. Yes. Of It Takes a Village. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. That's so, that's such an interesting point that I hadn't thought about, but that would make a big difference, especially if you are going to be a live-in. I think that that is key because there's so... 
um, there's it's so much more likely that all three of you will be interacting with the kids at the same time. Right. For a lot of nannies, it's you know 15 minutes with one parent at transition times. Um, but as a live-in, you know you're gonna be having dinner and right. things like that. And so being considered part of that that village or the the parent level um, would be really really important. Yeah, it's really amazing how much of the tension is removed with with that with that step and everything goes smoothly and it's obviously still parents have the final say that right is you know that's, yes that's how it should be and that's still how it is but to not have to worry about saying hey I think that um that strap on the car seat needs to go a little higher because if it's down here and there's an accident it can push his abdomen whatever them not taking that as a personal affront. Them yes. taking that as, oh, I didn't, I didn't know that. Great. Yeah. Not, you know, if you kind of take all that like envy and jealousy and tension out of it, and then you just have three people raising kids, which is just lovely. That is lovely. Um, so you said that you are going to be a live-in, but having moved to so many different cities, I bet that you have advice for nannies that might not be live-ins but are moving for their nanny family on finding an apartment or a house to live in uh, in a new city. Sure. Um, I have done both where I have a place set up before I go. Mm-hmm. So I drive into the city and I have a place and I have done it where I have packed up my life and driven to a city. I have no place. I have to find it and stay in a hotel until I do find it. And I've done where I've moved and just crashed on a friend's couch while I find a place. So um, it's it really can be done anyway. The um, the thing that makes me nervous about finding an apartment beforehand is signing a, and signing a lease beforehand before you get out there and see it because you maybe don't know what kind of neighborhood it is and you right. end up in a place where you don't feel safe and that's not comforting to come home to a place you don't mm-hmm. feel safe so I would recommend not finding not don't sign anything goodness gracious don't sign anything before right. you get there um, but if you have, if you know somebody and you can just crash on, on someone's couch while you're looking for a place and that saves you some money, or if you just, you know, get a hotel and just once you're in the area, then go and, and find a place that way. Yeah. And I also think that in that original talking to your nanny family about how things are going to go, negotiate that your nanny family will be in charge of helping you. Um, right. Because if you are moving, if the reason that you are relocating is for that nanny family, it is on them to help you find a place to live. If they don't have accommoda- accommodations for you to be a live-in nanny, then they need to help you find a place to live. Absolutely. Um, and if you are moving for a family that is already established in a city, then they will have more information about 
the neighborhoods and the safety and things like that because they want their nanny to be safe. Absolutely. They totally have your best interest and they want you happy so you'll stay and be their nannies. Exactly. So um so for you are is your nanny family helping cover moving costs? Yes. Yeah, so how we figured it out is um we're all military background mm-hmm. and um the military pays when you when you move, when you pack up your stuff and move they pay you a certain amount. So we just did the calculation from San Francisco to Orlando, and that's what they paid. Okay. Which was very generous. Yeah. I don't know how, I mean, that's just how we did it. I assume that's not the standard. Right. But um, I I definitely think they are responsible for for moving costs if not all then at least a good portion of it if you're moving for them because moving is expensive it's not cheap no it's not and a lot of times when you are getting a new place to stay if if you're not a live-in nanny in a new city you have to pay like first and last month's rent or a deposit or some sort of down payment and so um having a stipend to help with moving costs at the very least a stipend if not all the way covered right I agree absolutely it's something important to think about before you (laughs) take that leap yes and I think you really just need to realize that it is a leap it's a risk and there's no way you're gonna know how it's gonna be as long as you have that in your contract that okay I can leave in three months if I need to or right or if it's really awful and um, this was a mistake, I should not have done this, then you can walk away at any time if you don't feel safe, if you yes. don't feel comfortable, if you are, if you find yourself in a new city where is it's just not your place, it's not your home, then move. Yes. It's, moving is a big deal, but also it doesn't have to be. Yeah, exactly. Pack up your stuff. Try somewhere else. (laughs) Um, Yes. And uh, on one of the nanny groups, uh, one of the main people that I was kind of having a conversation to get a feel was and I hope I am saying her name right, Kareen. Uh, I'm not even going to attempt her last name. She's Dutch, <laughs> and she told me on Facebook, she was like, I can try to help you phonetically say it, but you're, because you speak English as your first language, you can't make the sounds properly. So uh, Kareen is all you get. <laughs> Good job. Yeah, thank you. Um But she was saying that when she was thinking about, because she moved from the Netherlands to London for her nanny family, and when she was thinking about debating whether or not that was something she wanted to do, she really framed it as a new chapter in her life and an adventure um, instead of trying to hold on to what she did have when she lived in the Netherlands, trying to think about all of the new stuff and letting go of, you know, the the old chapter of her life. That's so important. Yeah, and she said framing it that way really helped her. Um, and she had very positive things to say about moving for her nanny family, um, but or for a nanny family. She also said that she wrote it in her contract or that the family chose to write it, um, that she got to go back home to the Netherlands because her boyfriend still lived there. So twice a month, 
uh, her nanny family paid for her to go wow. visit her boyfriend. And now her boyfriend is moving to London as well. Wow, that's great. So you can put anything in a contract. Exactly. As long as people agree to it. Yeah. You know? And and really focusing on what's important to you and making sure that does end up in your contract, I think is especially important if you are, are taking this big leap. Right. You have to you have to advocate for yourself so specifically even more specifically than you think you do yeah I mean you can't be too specific if there's something that is going to make you happy like I will move if you make sure that there is always Red Bull in your refrigerator at all times (laughs) then put it in your contract exactly I don't drink Red Bull but But I do drink energy drinks (laughs) um sometimes as a nanny we gotta yes we need those wings um, whatever you you think is important to you, put it in your contract. Yeah. And you will be surprised. Sometimes they will say, I'm sorry, we're not going to agree to that. And then you, you know, you just have to sit down and have that negotiation. Mm-hmm. It's, again, it's not that comfortable, <laughs> but you will be happier. Contract, contract, contract. Yes. And also contract. <laughs> <laughs> and um, something for your situation specifically, but I think it applies to a lot of nannies, is you have a dog. So uh, thinking about that if you're moving, because I think a lot of nannies would think, oh, well, then I could never move or I could never be a live-in. But if your nanny family is open to that idea, then you can. Right, yeah. Yeah, Anything, (laughs) anything is possible. Um, Yes, my dog, we have been... Uh, FaceTiming with the Uh kids. They're so excited. They can't wait for their dog, which is great. And she's a really good traveler. She just sleeps. So she's been, she's moved times in the last. Yeah. Um, actually, I got her in Chicago. Oh, cool. Yeah, she's from Chicago. <laughs> so maybe seven home. times. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. So things like that. And just, I think, preparation and really checking in with yourself is super important before you start any nannying job but especially if you're going to be moving really thinking about what is important also making a list of deal breakers is something that I saw that's a good one um and and really wrestling with those things of what would what would make this not workable for me um and making sure you talk those things out before you make that move. That's a really good point. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. Well, you've got to drive. <laughs> I have plenty of time to figure out my deal breakers. Exactly. Um, and that's something that I try to do before any new family. Um, but I think that before you move, yeah, just making a list of, of deal breakers. And then... Um, also something that we've kind of already discussed, but just to reiterate it, know that nothing is permanent. Yes. <laughs> so if you get there and you hate it, it's okay. Because some people wrote on some of the Facebook groups that they they were like, it was the worst decision I ever made. And I went back to my old way of life. Right. Um, and I that's mean, it's fine. Not, it's not anything you can't undo. Yeah. You can pack up and move back pack (laughs) up and move somewhere else um I think it is important to have you know at least I'm going to stay at least 
three months, yes. two, 60 days, whatever it is, you know, give it the old college try. Yes. But if it's not for you, it's not for you. Yeah. Um, and one thing I wanted to uh, back to the move from the Netherlands to London yeah. is that okay and she said frame it like a new chapter I think that is um that's so so important to kind of let go of your memories especially if it's like a holiday or mm-hmm. something that's important I I've spent many many holidays away from away from home and when I first started it was like this is different I hate it this is awful but if you frame it different like I know this is different this is a new house this is a new city it's not the same this is a new coffee shop it's not the same you just let that go and sever those ties and enjoy embrace that experience I think that will be a game changer I totally agree. Um, So as you have moved so many times, do you have advice for how to whittle down your stuff to the essentials? Yes, I do. Um, I have always just packed everything up in my car. Mm -hmm. And what doesn't fit in my car doesn't go. It it doesn't go. Um, And I just have a little car. I don't have a SUV or anything. But this last time... I was pretty settled in mm-hmm. in the Bay Area, and I, I had thought I was going to be there long term. So I had accumulated some right. things, which normally I don't do. I stay mobile. <laughs> but um, I, I thought I was going to be there for a while, so I had way too much stuff to go. And I listened to the audiobook, um, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying. Mm-hmm. I can't think of who it's by. Is that Marie can do or yes whatever her name is yes yeah that's exactly the one and it was some of those things in there are so silly right like does it bring you joy close (laughs) goodbye but to actually like hold put your hands on everything you own and does it does is this a good feeling not just this isn't a bad feeling you know right or it's not broken so I might as well keep it and you would be surprised. I was shocked how much I got rid of gladly. I was right. like, no, I have no feelings towards that. So <laughs> you don't go. Um, the hard part was my bookshelf. Mm-hmm. It's always sad to say goodbye to books. But um, I did narrow it down. And then I just went and donated all the books to the lending libraries. Yes. I looked up and found, I mean, probably 30 lending libraries and just went and got rid of those yeah so it can be done and I can see out all of my windows in my car wow <laughs> that is so and you're traveling with a dog so and I'm traveling with a dog so I mean it just it really it cut down so much clutter and I think it's important to think about think ahead when you're packing up your stuff think ahead to your space that you will be unpacking your stuff do you want to deal with that box of stuff you don't ever look at right do you want to have to find a space for that? And if you don't, then maybe now's the time to get rid of it. Yeah. I think you'll be surprised how much you're glad to get rid of. Yeah. Um, Something that I have done in my limited moving from Knoxville to Chicago and then around the city of Chicago is I've done the trick where you put hangers backwards at the beginning of the year or when you move into a new space. And then a year later, 
any hangers that are still backwards. Oh, so when you wear an item of clothing, I forgot a step. So you turn all the hangers backwards. When you wear an item of clothing, you make that hanger face forward when you put that item back. And so um, that helps because then at the end of the year, if any hangers are left backwards, you can actually see that they are still backwards and you haven't worn it in a year. And then you can analyze because there are, you know, some dresses or whatever that are for like very special occasions. Like I didn't go to a gala this year, (laughs) (laughs) but, but for the most part that gives you a really good idea of things that you didn't wear for a whole year. So you probably don't need anymore. Right. You know, I actually had just started that. I had just turned around all my hangers <laughs> probably maybe a month before. And it, this the decision to move was, was not a slow one. Right. It was very, very fast. It yeah. was like a whirlwind. And I had to get rid of my stuff very quickly um, and pack up and move very quickly. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I'm very, very glad to not have a lot of stuff. Right. Yeah. It's so useful. Us talking about this has made Mm. me want to spring clean. Yeah. When you move to a new city, there's certainly a learning curve um, of being in a new city. Like we talked about which neighborhoods are the safest and things like that. But also classes to take your little ones to or where you can meet friends as an adult. Right. Um, Do you have any advice about just learning to navigate a new city? My number one first step when I go to a new city personally is to find a church, which Mm -hmm generally takes several before I find one that I like. So I go on my church search and that (laughs) opens a lot of doors that way. Um, Also, I like to go to the rec center and look and see what classes are going on and um, where they are. And certainly um, if you're moving for a family that is already established there, then you can kind of play off of their connections. But it's kind of important to remember you might want to keep a little bit of distance Mm -hmm. you don't want to end up with all your friends or their friends yeah have your separate circle but do you know use their experience and and play off of what they already know um i also heard a tip that um i'm excited to try is to find a place that you go to regularly like if you get breakfast Mm -hmm. I go to the same place every morning to get breakfast or coffee or I go here to read in the afternoon whatever it is to go to the same one I go to this gas station I go to this grocery store I go to whatever it is the same one and then you become a regular there and you see regulars there and so you kind of form a little bit of you can form connections that way as well yeah even if it's a more surface level sense of community that sense of community is important yeah um i completely agree something that i did when i moved to chicago is uh taking classes in an area that you're interested in like adult classes that's a great idea um is something so for me it was acting um and i met in fact a lot of Kathleen and Cassandra, who uh, were on the podcast a little while ago, uh, talking about theater, they I met through 
a friend that I had taken a class with. So because I had taken a class with this guy named Chad, he introduced me to this whole other area of friends that I wouldn't have if I hadn't taken that class. Right. And classes are actually a lot easier to find than you might think. You can Google. Google knows just about everything. (laughs) Um, whatever you're interested in or um, look at your community center or Mm -hmm. rec center or download the app meetup yes put in your interest there and those that's gold yeah it will it will give you more opportunities than you can imagine to find people who are doing things that you're interested in and that's so important when you get somewhere new is to immediately go out and start meeting people and try to get that support group Mm -hmm. going from the beginning because you 100% will not adjust if you know only your nanny family you just won't no and then come that six month contract that I know you put in your contract (laughs) you will be miserable and you will get out of there right but it's not always easy you know like when we watch our littles play at the playground and it's like well why don't you go say your name and it's hard making new friends but yes it's important and it's worth it totally and then also for kids classes or for nannying almost every major city has a nanny group of their very own on Facebook. So looking for things like that, but then also finding the play places or the park that's close to you and just creating that routine for the kids as well. Because if you're moving with your nanny family, so you're all moving at the same time and they're not established there, you have to keep in mind that those kids are in a new place and don't have any friends yet and things like that. So modeling the behavior of like we're gonna go I'll try this together and maybe we don't like the park this one time we're gonna give it a couple of chances and then you know and then we can move on if we still don't like it if it's not our favorite park but absolutely um, I think that's really important of helping your nanny kids get out in a new space too because that's so scary it is absolutely yeah. And then um, also setting up play dates. Uh, that might be something that you do a little bit further down the road because I think getting a feeling of for the city and stuff like that. And um, I wouldn't just do random meetups with strangers. Probably not a good idea. Um, but, you know, from those uh Facebook groups as you get to know people better um, meeting in a really public place and playing for a little while seeing if your nanny kids get along because our career can be really isolating and when you are um, in a new city especially I think so finding some other nannies that have kids that your kids can play with I think is a a good long-term goal right I agree I think and don't yeah, you're hit right. the you, ground running. You do have to be like, careful about that, but it is important. And you'll meet people, you know, if you're taking the kids to classes or right. whatever it is. But the the more proactive you can be, the better you will feel about life in general. And so we're your kids right as I say to my kids all the time are you setting yourself up for success yes (laughs) um so make sure as you are moving you're setting yourself and the kids up for success right um wonderful well that was about all I had is there anything else that you can think of 
Well, I will just say the hardest part about this move, this particular move, is was saying goodbye to my nanny family. Yeah. And it is so hard if you're if you decide that this is a an opportunity that you want to pursue. Um just because you are you do have a family doesn't mean you can't take this opportunity. Right. Um you're in charge of your own life mm-hmm. and you make your own decisions, but it's hard. I was with my nanny family for two and a half years and yeah it was heartbreaking leaving I bet I bet it was um yeah I have had a nanny family move away for a job opportunity and yeah I still think about those littles all the time yes they just nestle themselves into your heart and then there they are yeah forever and it is hard you know you always do the thing well we'll keep in touch and we'll right. FaceTime and this but it it inevitably always falls to the wayside and then right. you lose touch and it's hard especially with um with kids under three yes. under four because you know they're such a big part of your life but they're not going to remember you right not at all and yep. that thought right there is so devastating to me mm-hmm. that I'm it almost I almost changed my mind yeah. yeah. Though I will say that I still keep in touch with my nannies and I think they stopped they were still involved in my life but they stopped regularly nannying me pretty early and I still remember them. Oh, so, good. Good for you. Yeah. And keep in touch with your nannies. Yeah. Rule of thumb. <laughs> um and they I'm hoping to have them on the podcast at some point. Oh my gosh, that would be so fun. <laughs> yeah, they're great. Um but yeah, that's so so important. Um as you open the new chapter to not hold on to the old chapter, but to honor that it was part of your life. Absolutely. You can't just walk away and say, everything's fine. I'm right on because it's, it's not, it, yeah. it's, it's okay to be sad. Yeah. To, to just remember the good things about that family. Right. And even, then, even if there are reasons that you left. Yes, exactly. To not just focus on the bad. Right. And distance always makes those reasons seem a little smaller. Yes. So and with, yes. with FaceTime and video chatting now, it's such a blessing that mm-hmm. it is pretty easy to keep in touch. Yes. So I'm really thankful for that. And actually, my story for the end is about um, when I was saying goodbye to my to my nanny family. Um, I had gone over there to hang out and say goodbye and put the kids to bed. And when I first got there, um, my little four year old said, Andy, I'm going to miss you with all my heart. And so that set the tone and I was crying <laughs> the whole night, but I put the girls to bed and, you know, can't go break down and cry because now I have to put the boys to bed. It was really hard. But after I put the boys to bed, one of the things that I say to my kids is be safe, be smart, keep love in your heart. Aww. And the idea is that when they get older, and I won't be there, but when they get older, then I can say, be safe, be smart. And they know. They don't have to say it in front of their friends or right. whatever, but they know. And so it's like our little code. And so I put the boys to bed. And I was walking down the stairs and the oldest jumps out of bed and runs down the hall and says, Andrea, be safe, be smart, keep love in your heart. That's so oh, sweet. Died. So, so sweet. Yeah. 
and it was really like a very lovely ending to to that chapter and it's like I did put my stamp on them yeah and they do remember things and hopefully they will continue to remember the foundations that I you know tried to build with them and you know just remember our time together but um that was a really really lovely like tied it all up in a nice pretty bow yeah oh I love Mm. that that's so wonderful well if you have a amazingly heart-touching story like that or a fun um or funny story of something that kids say uh, we are always looking for new stories uh, to share at the end of the podcast. So if you have one, you can write it on the Facebook Chronicles of Nania, or you can email it in to Chronicles of Nania at gmail.com. Nania is spelled N-A-N-N-Y-A. And I will share it on the air. I will never share your uh, nanny kids names in fact don't even send them I don't want to know but I will share your name if you want me to and as I read that story so if you have one please send it in I would love to hear more adorable heartwarming stories we all love to to brag on our kids so send them in yeah exactly well thank you so much Andrea thank you for having me back Martha it was lovely and thank you all for listening we'll see you next week. The Chronicles of Nanny is produced by Martha Reddick and Logan Nielsen. Artwork and logo by Noni Amadon. Theme music by Brad Kemp. Find him at secondbedroomstudio.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Chronicles of Nanny and on Twitter at Nannia Podcast. To contact us, email chroniclesofnannia at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. This show has been brought to you by Machine Culture. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.